Well, hello there. This is Charlie Transmutation coming to you with another PSA announcement. Holy shit. That is one big son of a bitch. Yeah, no, I, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. Okay, bye. Well, welcome back to the Fumbling Four and the Almighty Crit. I am the Almighty Crit, Aaron. And today's topic of choice is favorite cartoon shows while growing up. Mine was the Snorks. I'll start, baby. Moving on. Ariel. I'm Ariel. I play the Warlock Osman. And my favorite cartoon growing up was Scooby-Doo and Courage the Cowardly Dog. Ah, yes. <laughs> Courage. All right, Daniel. I'm Daniel. I play Tariff, the mouseling rogue. <laughs> <laughs> Three seconds that time. Some fucking pauses, man. Yep. <laughs> and growing up, I would say my favorite cartoon would be Digimon and then Real Ghostbusters as like second. Yes, Digimon. Anyway, Michelle. I'm Michelle and I play Blix and favorite cartoons for me growing up would have been the Ghostbusters and Oh, Beetle the Cartoon Beetlejuice and Cartoon Adam's Family. Those are all pretty much the same cartoon. Which there's nothing wrong with they were both amazing cartoons, but pretty much the same cartoon. You can watch Beetlejuice and say you've watched the Adam's Family. <laughs> no. No. Not the yeah. same. You're right. I just <laughs> moving on. Case Snork. <laughs> anyway, uh, my name is Mark. I'll be playing the character known as Madlock Crux. <laughs> um, my favorite cartoons growing up uh, are a little more old school, but like Tom and Jerry, Roadrunner. Yeah. Me me. Really old school. <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's dive right back into where we left off. When we last left you guys, you were in a cabin, abandoned in the woods. You encountered a strange disembodied voice that was abruptly ejected from the property by none other than the Gaston himself, who then shortly after departed. And... Then there was a knock at the door. You opened the door and found yourselves face to face with a mysterious stranger who was requesting food and drink. After giving him food and drink, you became wary. But nonetheless, he politely left. But before he did, he gave you each a gift, which is where we are going to pick back up. You are in the center of this cabin at the moment, holding your gifts in hand. What would you like to do? I'm going to sleep. Okay. <laughs> um, Madlock would sit back down in a rocker and continue smoking his pipe. Till he falls asleep. Yep, till he falls asleep. Yep. My mouseling rogue. He is going to get his bedroll and some of his clothing and make a little, like, corner bed for himself and his goat. 
<laughs> so you're just going to cuddle with the goat? Yes. Okay. <laughs> what is Blix going to do? Um, I'm going to take all the tools out of my bag and the uh, project I've been working on, and I'm going to use these new tools that I've got on it and see what they can do. Okay. So it's going to take you about six hours in total, which means you're only going to get a short rest compared That's to everybody fine. else. So... Uh, roll me a intelligence check. Don't forget to add your new plus modifiers. I got 12. Okay. No, yeah, it's fine. It's, okay. it's nothing super complex, something you haven't worked on before. So, yeah, that's okay. fine. All right. Before I go to sleep, mm-hmm. I am going to perform the ritual alarm. Okay. So, I'm going to set it on the doorway. Okay. So, you put the alarm on the doorway. Okay, and I want it to be a mental alarm. Okay, cool. Mental alarm. Duly noted. So we will fade into the morning. What's everybody doing as you wake up in the morning? Madlock would have woken up just before sunrise. Mm-hmm. And is Blix still working on her project at that time? No, she fell asleep right as sunrise started to come. Okay. So, yeah, he'll go outside and... Start his morning routine, stretching, limbering his old bones. So uh, yoga? Yeah. <laughs> How as, did I know he was going to be a yoga guy? <laughs> as well as like reading while trying to read as much as can while doing it. Okay. So you notice as you're outside now that the entirety of the outdoors is covered in a blanket of fog, a very thick fog. Can't really see more than five feet in front of you. What is Osman doing? I'm going to get up, put my new armor on and pack my bag anything I had taken out of it, and then probably eat some of my rations for breakfast. Okay. So, you finish eating your rations. You feed Winslow, I'm sure. Of course. And Winslow starts scratching at the door. Okay, I'm going to go towards the door. Okay. And open it. So, as you open it, you see our old friend out here doing some very awkward yoga poses. And you notice he's not wearing any clothes. He's Winslow, not. Winslow, he this is, this is what you scratch at the door for. He scurries off. He oh. is buck ass nude. Scurries up a tree. I'm closing my eyes. I'm turning around and walking care back to join inside. Me? No, no, I do not care to join you at all. It's very relaxing. I'll just take your word for it. <laughs> is Blix awake? Yeah. Hey, Blix. What? You got to see the sight outside. What is it? Go look. Come on, Tariff, let's go look. <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> I'm busy. I'm busy. Okay, I'm going to go look. So as you go outside, you see a buck naked old man. What the? What are you doing? I'm <laughs> stretching. Why are you naked? I mean, why not? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 Osmond's laughing in the house. <laughs> you know what? Blake should join him just so Osmond's like. So Blake's is going to get naked and go do yoga? I don't know if she'll get naked, but she'll go do yoga. <laughs> so as you're passing the open doorway, you now see the naked man and passing glance and Blake's is doing yoga with him. Why does that not surprise me? And this is what we call the warrior pose. <laughs> is this supposed to go in like that? 
What? <laughs> you should join us. It's relaxing. It'll help you live longer, too. <laughs> it didn't help that live longer. <laughs> I'm surprised she's looking at it. I assure you, young man, it works just fine. He is looking at it. And again, you call him I'd... she. She's pretty dumb. Why it's you... the long hair. Yeah, and he's so pretty. Osmond does have long blonde hair, so. <laughs> so, as you're, you two are outside now, and you're standing in the doorway, you all hear in the distance a large roar. That's our cue to go. Well, time to get dressed. And as you guys are running into the building, the trees on the other side, across the road, fall. Multiple fall at once. And coming, flying out and skirting across the ground is a black dragon, torn to shreds. Where's Winslow? He climbed up a tree. He climbed up a tree on this, your side of the road, okay, so he's right next to the building. good. Did you say it was heavy fall? Yeah. So we can see that through the fog. You can see the tall trees falling at you and a dragon coming at you through the fog, yeah. You can't see anything else. But that roar is still coming. Uh, but the roar is not the dragon. Torn up like it's been. Ripped to shreds. I'm going to close the door and cast silence. Okay. And I'm going to look at everybody and hold my finger up to my up my lips as if to say, be quiet. And is there anything I can look through the door at? There is a keyhole. I'm going to look through that keyhole. So as you look through this keyhole, you, you all feel this heavy stomping. And out of the wood line, you see shimmers. You cannot see anything other than shimmering, like light hitting something very shiny. And then it disappeared. But you do hear the flapping of heavy leather. And it falls quiet. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get dressed. Okay. I just love the idea that you're buck naked peering through a keyhole and everybody else is like, we don't even care. What the fuck was that? Can we talk now? I'm whispering. Can we talk now? Uh, No, because you can't dismiss silence. <laughs> it's not dismissible. No. So then I'm going to grab my... Worst spell for a podcast. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, I'm going to grab my satchel and my book and walk out the door and across the road. Okay. So that dragon is still there. That black dragon is. I'm going to go out too. Okay. I'm going to go towards the dragon. Okay. You two want to Am I still it? silenced or? No. It, it, it was cast on the building. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going to be like, hey, don't eat me. Don't breathe on me. I'll help you. It says nothing. I'm going to slowly, I'm not going to just come charging up to this thing, but slowly come up to it. Mm-hmm. So this thing's still alive? Don't know. Nobody's checked. Um, well, I'll yeah, I'm going to... a heal check on it. Okay. Yeah, I was going to check it and then do like a medicine on it. Okay, so go ahead and check. Only what? a perception. Or a medicine, yeah. Let's see if 18? it's still alive. There is... Very, very, very light chest rising. Okay, so I'm going to cast Spare the Dying. Okay, okay, so he's stable. Okay, and then I'm going to use Healing Hands. All right, so she takes her hand and it starts to glow, and she's getting her to place on the dragon. And as she does, you see its chest begin to rise and fall at a normal rate. You're level six, so it has healed six hit points. Listen, let's get out of here before this thing comes to you. Wind's low. I would like to Scurries do. Down the tree to you. I'd like to do an Arcana check 
Okay. To see if warlocks have the ability to cast that healing spell. Go for it. That would be, my dice gets done rolling, grand total of 16. As far as you know, no. Can I do another, or I guess it'd just be a general intelligence check to see... If you've heard about it before? If I've heard any like any abilities from yep. any, anything else like that. Because he's had his suspicions that you guys bicker back and forth about the whole, he's a person, like he's a... A dude? Yeah, that's another 16. Thanks, Blix. There's a couple of creatures you've heard that have special healing properties with their hands. But not half-elves. But not half-elves, no. I'm not a half-elf. I'm a highborn elf. Like full no, no elves that you've heard yeah. of. No elves, period. Yeah. That's but you. there's a couple of creatures that come to mind. Such as Azamar and... Angels, Azamar. Celestials. Celestial basically. beings, yeah. There's a few mm-hmm. non-celestial, but... All right. You know. Well, I'm going to say Blix, Tariff, in the cart now. We got to go. As you guys get ready to go, this thing gets up. We've got to go now. I'm and in the cart. I'm in the cart. I'm going to stand behind the wagon facing it. Okay. It is going to immediately blast acid breath towards the tree. And it eradicates the trees that were fallen. And it eradicates some of the grass and ground there. And it turns to you all. And Who touched me? That would be me. I'm going to bow in, like, bow down to him and in Draconic state. Like, we meant no offense. Like, we meant no offense. Please. I oh. need all of you to roll perception. I got a 17. 17? Yep. Okay. 22. 22. 19. 19? 19. Okay. All of you notice that there is a scale, rather large scale, directly above the right of his chest that bears a insignia of some some sort of religious faction. Can I try to do a knowledge check on it? You can. Anybody else want to? You can too. Uh, can I do a religion check? Mm-hmm. 21. 21. Okay. 26. 26. All right. What's it under? Be knowledge, religion. I clearly don't know religions because I got a six. Nope. 22. You three know this sigil as the sigil of Veda. So it has come to my attention that I am the new favorite character of the Fumbling Four and the Almighty Crit. And as such, I find it my responsibility to read the patrons in the middle of the episode. <coughs> Thank you to our Minotaur patron, Aperture Flash, and our Dragon patrons, Lupus Malum and Marquita Moore. You guys are freaking awesome. Yeah! Okay, bye! Hello there. This is Mr. Tittles. Coming to invite you to join us on the Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries, a live play Call of Cthulhu podcast where we explore the dark, dangerous, and mysterious aspects of the mythos. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hope to see you soon. (laughs) Veda. The goddess of justice. 
Oh, you're a follower of Veda. Yes. Oh. Was not expecting that. He kind of waves his, or brings his claw up and then brings it to the ground and in a puff of black smoke, he turns into a middle-aged man with a long white beard, black robes, and a just billowing white hair, long shoulder-length white hair. He has these long, sharp fingernails, just looks gaunt. Does this please you better? It's it's a lot less terrifying, yeah. Either form you're comfortable with, almighty one. Do you know where the gold dragon took off to? The fog obscured my vision. And you? The thing that was fighting you was a gold dragon? Yes. Why are dragons back all of a sudden? May I accompany you? If you wish. I am in need of... Food and drink and company. It's been a long time since I've had companionship. I mean no offense, great one, but the books I've poured over for years have always stated black dragons are the meanest of them all. By right, you should be devouring our corpses by now. You have that power to do so, but you do not. And you say a gold dragon attacks. Gold dragons are not hostile. You see his eye kind of twitch. Yes, I am quite aware of what I could do. Things have changed. I will explain more, but we must be on our way. Yes, immediately. I'm going to jump in the cart. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he kind of just ushers to the cart and kind of feebly crawls into the back. I'm going to lightly toss him my water skin. Okay, it kind of slides across and he grabs it and begins to drink. Are the other two of you going to get in the cart? Yeah, I'm grabbing a bunch of grass and yeah. get in the cart. <laughs> you going to pull your goat up in there too? Yeah. I'm going to sit in on the seat and continue reading my book. Okay. I'm going to also, while I'm waiting for them to finish getting back in, I'm going to toss him a ration too. He said he wanted food and drink, so. Okay. So you toss him the ration and he eats it and he's just sitting there somberly as soon as they get into the cart i'm taking off okay so you guys hop into the cart and away you go and as you're traveling down the stretch of road it's hard to see because of the fog he begins to speak the dragons have returned because of something that your gods have done and what would that be they've unleashed the stasis no idea what that is why in their own name would they do that I have no idea. My lord, Azrael, gifted me unto Vader to protect their keep. The gold dragon that I fought was an ancient beast. Been here since the War of the Dragons. It was once good. The same dragon gifted her own with his power. Now she travels the land destroys everything in her wake. It doesn't seem right. I believe that one of your gods has a hand in this. Not surprising. Do you have an inkling as to who it might be? One of the Trinity. They've always been a troublesome bunch. Who's the Trinity? Uh, it's Fate, Destiny, and Celeste. Did you say Destiny? Yes. Heh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just chuckling up there. I knew that prick was no good. 
What? Have you encountered him? Yep. Tariff, tell him all about it. Well, I was going to tell him about when I was mouse napped, and it just never came up. But oh, okay, so Destiny wants Tariff to find a diamond in Kamadra and bring it back to him. But he's shady as fuck. I knew he was shady as fuck. And you said no, yes? He said yes. He's going to spring across and grab Tariff by his leathers and push him up against the ceiling of the cart. Hey, hey. You fool. Don't mm. don't get mad at him. He doesn't know who Destiny is. We didn't know who he was. I don't know. Don't get mad at Tariff. And he just drops him. You've made a deal. The devil himself. Maybe there's something to be learned. Hey, if you want if you want to get Destiny, this is the perfect thing. He's expecting Tariff with a diamond. Did he tell you where to meet him? Back at that place we were at. The city? Or the barn? Yeah, it was a tavern, but then it... I don't know. Weird. Magic was a barn. But, yeah. So, we'll if you want to get to Destiny, that's perfect. We'll get this diamond, but then we'll take it to my arcane library. See if we can find something about it. Learn about what it is before we take it to him. And perhaps maybe even don't take it to him. Yeah, we can catch him off guard and, I don't know, kill him. Did you say the city of Kumatra? That's where we're going now, yeah. That is an ancient dragon city. Well, isn't that great? I mean, it's going to be abandoned, man. Surely. Surely not. Now the dragons are no longer on the stasis. I assume they will return to their home. Claim their rightful land. Well, I took a job to save a random princess. I'm going to fulfill that job because I'm getting paid. What is this princess's name? Asmita. Hmm. I haven't heard that name in a while. Me either. Ever, actually. I don't suppose you would. What's so significant about the name? None of your concern. How old is this princess, anyway? Too young for you. I wasn't saying it for that. I was just for reference, really. We we all know why you said that, Mr. Perv. I'm not a pervert. The last princess, <laughs> the last princess we saw Insight? yelled at us. I'm going to roll an insight on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Twelve. <laughs> Twelve insight. As you can tell... He's not a pervert. <laughs> he's weird. He's weird, creepy, but he's not a pervert. So he just kind of sits there quietly and just kind of looks lost in thought. And as the cart bumps down the road, suddenly a heavy fog sets in. I'm turning and looking at the um, wizard, really, that again. wasn't me. I'm going to look around and start to check things out. Okay. Roll me a perception with disadvantage as your vision clouded. Can't get lower than a fumble. <laughs> Can't get roller number one. Nope. Uh, so, yeah, you cannot see. You can barely see your hand in front of your face. I'm going to slow the horses down. Okay. So as you slow them, you hear the flapping of what sounds like leathery wings coming from the back of the cart. I'm going to hold on to my coat. 
Tariff's holding onto his goat. Very quietly. <laughs> <laughs> there are about... You know what? Roll me perceptions. We'll see if we, we'll see if you guys can tell how many there are. Twenty-one. Okay. Seventeen. All right. Twenty. All right. So all three of you can distinguish. There's sounds like three separate sets of wing flapping at the rear of the cart. Hmm. They don't sound immense, but they do sound rather large. And. As you all turn to look at the rear of the cart, I'm assuming you're against one of the walls, Tariff. Yeah, I'm holding my goat. You're driving the cart. Yes. And you are probably against the other side. Um, yeah, sitting shotgun. Mm-hmm. As you all turn to look at the rear, Blix stands up, and you see these talon-like hands reach through the back of the cart and snatch her out, and the wings begin to flap away. So, yeah, the flapping begins to lessen distance itself, and then the fog begins to settle and dissipate. And I need you to roll me a dexterity check as you are headed toward the cliff. 17? Yes, you barely make it. You kind of pull the reins to the right and the cart just barely tips over the cliff's edge, and you get back onto the actual roadway. I'm assuming you're probably going to stop after shock. Yeah. So as you pull the reins and get the horses to stop. All of you who can see to the left of the cart, roll me a perception. That would be me, right? Because I'm driving. So yeah, I can you see. can see. You're on the left-hand side. You can see as well. You're running shotgun. Oh, creepy old man. Nine. Can I see in the back? No, you've got a tarp over the back of the cart. That's 15. 15. 15. So to you, it just looks like a large ravine or, you know, a drop-off. To you, however... As you're looking at it from a little bit further away, you kind of hop off the cart, gain a little bit of distance, and you realize it is a massive pit. It looks like it may have contained a creature of colossal proportions. Can I do an intelligence check to see about how big it is? And uh, Yeah, go ahead and roll me a general intelligence check. Yeah. What'd you get? It's a 21. Mm. So as you're looking and you're trying to ascertain what's in this hole or what was in this hole, you find a gargantuan-sized footprint, which through your reading of very ancient texts, you immediately recognize as the ancient slumbering creature the Terrascue. The tracks seem to lead off into the forest in the great distance. They don't, they don't seem fresh, but the pit isn't terribly too old. The dirt at the bottom, you can see there's a little bit of moisture still. So it's not terribly too old that this creature has been awoken. We need to leave now. Okay. This world is no longer safe. Was the world ever safe to begin with? Well, if it wasn't, it's not now. Well... Could, could you just explain? Yeah. That pit contained the Terrascue. What's that? An ancient beast of colossal proportion. Swallows villages whole. It can't be killed. It could be put to sleep, but its attitude is nasty. 
I could put it to sleep. I'm going to throw some sand into the air. <laughs> <laughs> Keep trying. Maybe you'll get it. Oh, it'll work. All right, hop back in the cart then. Yep. Let me just climb aboard here. Uh, uh, there I go. Ready to take off whenever you are, kid. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. So as you guys get back into the cart and you check and you look back, the black dragon, who is in his man form now, is visibly shaking in terror and staring at you wide-eyed, Matlock. What's wrong with you? He knows the danger. He knows what that thing's capable of. You two aren't taking this seriously. I don't take anything seriously. You'd best take it seriously. Why? If it's going to come and kill us, then whatever. I'll put it to sleep. See, he'll put it to sleep. I'm going to... I'm going, right? Yeah, you can take How off. about we actually talk about something of importance here? I mean, Blix is gone. Well... That's minuscule compared to a terrascue being uh, out about. Listen, I don't give a shit about a terrascue. If it's going to come and kill us, it's going to come and kill us. However, my acquaintance? Yeah. Friend? Acquaintance. All right. <laughs> Is gone. Probably dead. Well, there's nothing we can do. Might as well keep going. At least it didn't get goat. I'm going to hold on to the goat. If she was here right now, she'd be mad at you. I'm just going to turn around it. <laughs> well, if she were here, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah, probably. I'm aware of that. <laughs> As you guys are taking the cart off into the same direction you were headed, towards Kamadra, all of you need to roll me one last perception check. I hope to God one of you gets this. <laughs> I fumbled. Ha! Of course. It's a 23. Okay. 12. 12. 23. For the win. You see black ichor leading black like footsteps, like humanoid footsteps, leading to the pit and stopping. Stop the cart. I'm gonna stop. Didn't we just get started? What what now? I gotta pee. Calm down. <laughs> then going... stand over the end of the cart and piss. I'm gonna hop down. And go check out the footprints. Okay. Roll me uh, investigation. I'm going to be grumbling. Mm. Just grumbling. It's a 22. 22. Okay. You can discern that they look to be about... Um, they look to be human male, medium-sized. You can't discern height, weight, any of that stuff. You're not a professional tracker. But, but you can discern is the dirt that the ichor contains. As you look it over, you see that it contains several precious metals. Large chunks of precious metals. Now these metals are, they're extremely rare and found only one place on the entire planet. And that would be? The Forbidden Continent where the Eldred's ones were once blocked away. I'm going to take a sample. Okay. In a vial. Mm -hmm. And as you take the sample, you kind of shake it up a little bit, and you see the purple iridescent metal kind of gleaming in the sunlight. 
and you just kind of pocket it. Alrighty, we can go. How long does it take you to pee? Let me just get back on the cart right there. Uh, sit down. Maybe you should see a cleric about that. Um. I'm going to start the start going again. <laughs> you were going to say start the cart. I was going to say, yeah, I was. Gonna start the cart. <laughs> All right, so you guys are going to head off to Kamadra. Yep. Can confirm. <laughs> Hashtag can confirm. I'm going to holler back as we're going. Tariff, you got a song for the road? Uh, Give me some time. I'm cleaning up some sand right now, and I'm going to be scooping the little <laughs> granules in the cart. As you're doing this, goat's trying to eat the sand. No, it's mine. <laughs> the black dragon's just shaking his head. So you guys journey to the outskirts of Kumadra. As you pull up to where it's supposed to be on your maps, you find a very thick and lush forest. The black dragon first steps out and ushers you forward. As you all step off the cart and onto the roadway, he taps each one of your foreheads once. And immediately you can see into the dense forest And there is a beautiful, massive village scape. The buildings are as tall as the trees. There are many people walking in and out of the city, all wearing beautiful jewelry adorned with luxurious garb. The sunlight, the way it beams off of each one of the buildings, almost gives the buildings a pearl color to them. And as he looks to you all with a gleam in his eye, he says, Welcome to my city of Kumadra. So after he says that, Tariff's going to sing a little song. Oh, God. Why? Because that's what he does. (laughs) So his song goes with, In a strange place, in a strange place. Look at this card. It's got to be an ace. And he's going to show like everybody else but himself. <laughs> it's a fucking six of spades. Remarkable. It's an ace. I'm going to look at the card. Well, that's cheating. You can't look at the card. Well, I already sung the song. It's not an ace. Wait, don't. It might be don't. an ace. Oh, my Lord. Nope. <laughs> Seven still, Still not there. Let me guess. Might, an eight might be an ace. Of speed. <laughs> no. Holy crap! I could tell a it's future. A is, hold on, hold Would on, you put these on. in order? Let me, let me shuffle these a little bit. He's gonna shuffle the cards I a little bit. I love how you're just standing there shoving cards in everyone's face, and the My, black dragon's just standing there tapping his foot with his arms crossed right now. The song's not done till I get the card. <laughs> might be God. an ace. Nope. nope. Six of diamonds. What? The? <laughs> might be an ace. Close. Seven of diamonds. What? Let me shuffle these cards again. He's going to shuffle again. No. Does this ridiculousness happen quite often? Oh, yeah. This is not yeah. ridiculous. This is a I think song. I think it's entertaining. Ace. Nope. <laughs> ace. Hey, you got nope. it that time. Hey, that is an ace. Yeah, tricked you. <laughs> hey, I got it. Song's done. <laughs> oh, and on that note, you guys begin to walk into the forest. And into the city of Kumadra. 
with the Black Dragon. And that is where we're going to end tonight's episode. Woohoo. So thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next week. Hey, everybody. It's the Almighty Grid. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. We love making these and we're going to keep getting better. Big shout out to all our patrons again. Thank you so much for everything you do. And thank you all for listening. You're just as wonderful. You guys are awesome. Incredible. We love you. Without all of you, this show wouldn't be worth it. As always, intro, outro, we're done by Joseph McDade. Wonderful artist. Go check him out. Links in the show notes below. And if you want to hear more of our ridiculous antics, you can go check out one of our other shows on the Robots Radio Network, Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries. Or you can join us on Patreon, where we're going to release the exclusive Paladins episode. It's hilarious. And if you want to chat with us, we're always available, always ready to talk on Discord at the Robots Radio Network Discord. Links in the show notes below. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at 4 underscore crit. And if you love the show, let us know. Leave a review. We love them. We love to see them. (laughs) And it helps us grow. Uh, Tell a friend. We love welcoming new friends of our own. Till next time, everybody. Keep those crits natural. Fellow survivors, Vault 76ers, patriotic Americans, this is Lieutenant Colonel Valeria of the New Enclave. Follow our stories as our cast of characters emerge from the White Springs Bunker to face an uncertain future in an Appalachia overrun with monsters. But as I always say, the wasteland isn't going to tame itself. Join us here on the Modus Files. We can be found on any Enclave-sanctioned network including Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and more. Keep your Pip-Boys handy and listen for further instructions. Valeria out. Do you like League of Legends? Do you like Legends of Runeterra? Do you like anything set in the Runeterran universe? Well, in League of Lore, that is what we shall be discussing. I am Skullhead Soldiers, And this is a podcast about the lore of League of Legends and other properties set in the Runeterran universe. We'll be diving into each region, as well as all the champions that exist in this wonderful, crazy fantasy universe. And I hope to see you all there.